Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Today, the Padres get ready for their second of three in Colorado against the Rockies. And in studio, we've got Mike Janella keeping it clean for the early morning crowd. I like using the word fanny. Very I early morning PG uh, language. Alongside Mike, it's Randy Jones, who's impressed with his host's attire. You know, I like the look. I mean, he's got a chance to get right now. He could probably get a date. And rounding out the crew, it's Derek Togerson, who's just impressed with Mike Janella, period. This awesome. is the most amazing human being I've ever come in contact with. Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Randy Jones, and Derek Togerson. Context. I was taken out of context. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. <laughs> Happy Saturday. Good morning. Welcome to Padres Social Hour. I'll take compliments in context, out of context, yeah. however I can get them. They're few and far between. Thank you, Derek. I didn't know you felt so lovingly about me. I, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> the, through the magic of TV editing. Uh, it is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Welcome inside shocked. the AMR studio. I was amazed, yeah. yeah. Usually Randy says those nice things about oh, me. Oh, yeah. Now it's oh, nice that someone else the, is, No, the too. look he shot me, you didn't say that about me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good morning and welcome in here. We've got Derek, we've got Randy, and we've got RJ back for RJ's the second back. time this season. A little more animated than last time. Last time he came, he was all tuckered out. <laughs> Pretty tuckered out right now. He's been playing a lot. Yeah, well, we'll see what his take is on the game from yesterday. Uh, what a, that was a good game. The Padres are not in last place anymore. Small victories in a long season. We have the victory uh, dog Let me that. tell you. Yeah, I got a victory pooch. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We've got a lot going on today. We're also <laughs> going to have uh, Hudson Sanchez, who is the Padres' uh, second <laughs> draft pick. He's that 17-year-old shortstop. We talked oh. about him yesterday. We taped an interview with him, so we have that coming up later today. Good job. Uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to clear the bases later. I'm, just I'm when I got him. there, And we're going to see if Derek can resist taking a little RJ here home. It <laughs> looks like he has a new best friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Licking mics and on the yeah. lap. It's great. There goes RJ. He's ready to explore. Yeah, yeah, he's ready to oh, go. he's coming to me. You want to host the show, buddy? <laughs> How's it going? How's it going? Well, how is it a dog can immediately steal attention in any oh, yeah. setting, no matter what it is? Because yeah. dogs are the best. Exactly. We, had, we had Mookie here. We had Blooper's dog here earlier in the week. RJ's here now. I don't have one, or else I'd bring it, but maybe I have to <laughs> all buy one all now to get a mascot for the show. Patience, yeah. man, patience. Exactly. Uh, tell us how great RJ looks here on set. Tell us about whatever you want about the draft that's still going on, about the game yesterday. Whatever you feel like, use hashtag PadresSH or jump on the chat that's happening live at Padres.com slash social hour. All right, uh, let's talk about that game yesterday because – that was a game the Padres had, uh, in my estimation, no business winning, especially the way that they had uh, reacted in certain situations throughout the year in similar games. First of all, it, this wasn't a game that, I mean, they were losing the whole time. They gave up that early, the early two runs. Andrew Cashman, their starting pitcher, gets knocked out. Luis Perdomo comes in last minute. They get two outs in the ninth inning, two strikes on the Will Myers, and then they end up winning this thing anyway. I'm very pleasantly surprised. That's how I was uh, we yesterday. All I mean, you know, it's, great, it's a great comeback when you do that, and and the Will Myers, the caliber of guy, you know, like we were talking a little surprised yeah. they pitched to him. I'd have pitched around him, you know, because Matt Kemp had been scuffling a little bit all night. So, But I think overall he got himself in a situation, got a pitch he could drive, and, hey, did what he's supposed to do. That's yeah. what he's been doing for a long That's time. Right. So I was kind of waffling on the whole walk because you can see where Walt Weiss is coming from. he got one of the hottest hitters in the game right now at the plate. You might want to put him on, but knowing Matt Kemp and his history in that ballpark yeah. and against that franchise, he could snap out of it in Coors Field at any moment. So you're kind of, you know, yeah, it's six in one half, do, dozen in the other. You don't. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You Will got, Myers. You got burned. Yeah, he, he, for sure. Uh, in the 7-5 to five win, Will Myers, our hero of the game, it was his only hit. 
So he wasn't, I mean, he was 0 for 2 prior. He had the sacrifice fly as well. Um, but he gets the big home run. He has 4 RBI total in the game. Let's break this down further, though, because even in the postgame, the interview he gave, he said, I thought McGee was going to pitch around me with first base well, open. Sure. Matt Kemp, yeah, you have on the one side, I think he has the third most home runs uh, career at Coors Field behind only Bonds and Sosa. So Kemp has that track record, but he's struggling all night. Myers is the hottest hitter maybe in all of baseball right now. Uh, RJ, if you're on the mound, what would you have wanted Skip to tell you? Well, you know, I probably had need to be say anything. I'd have, I'd have been very, very careful with Myers. You know, just the way the, the you know, I know how Kemp has, has hit, hit there, hit for the cycle last year there. I understand that, but he just didn't look comfortable at the plate last night in his first at bats. You know, and I'd have rolled the dice because I know Myers is seeing the ball really well. Right. I would have walked him 100%. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I, I, I would have not given anything good to hit. If he's going to hit something, it would have been a ground ball somewhere. Yeah, hindsight being what it is, you know, I'd, I'd have, like, like you said a little earlier, I'd have been very careful. Maybe not to stand up and give him four wide ones, but you don't give that guy anything. That get, see if you can give him to fish at one. See if you can get him beside a slider in the dirt. And you know, he, see, see if you can get him to get himself the out. The one he hit right. was right down Main Street, right but at the he, knees. You he don't do that. But I, you know, to his credit, he tried that, the first, you know, like the one and two pitch, a two and two pitch. He tried to get him to chase something, nothing real good. But, boy, that the last second went at three and two, he made the wrong decision. Yeah, once you get it to three two. It was on a plate. It was a combo meal. My, yeah. my opinion, that, that should have been a pitch less is better, something off speed on the outside part of the plate. If you're going to miss, fine. If he wants to go after it. Right. But, no, he's Don't let him beat you on that. Challenge him with a fastball. Yeah, no, I, no, I would have walked him in the first place, though. I wouldn't have given him anything at all. Yeah, McGee got him with two strikes, and he's thinking, okay, I got to try and get the out now. But when it got to three balls, you got to say, I got to take my medicine and get the next guy. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Okay. Uh, but it works out for the Padres and works out for Will Myers. He's our hero of the game. Hero of the game brought to you by the Hero Program, a new way to upgrade your home to save energy and water. Visit HeroProgram.com yes, to learn more. Uh, and then we'll set the stage because uh, Blooper and I were just talking about this earlier. And actually, by the way, before we get to my next point, I do want to pat myself on the back a little bit here. I sent a tweet out on March 29th, before the season began, and I said, free of charge advice, draft Will Myers in your fantasy leagues this year. He'll go in like round 15, and he's going to rake, and he'll be able to play both first base and outfield in these fantasy baseball leagues. It's not an episode of Padres Social Hour if Mike Janela doesn't pat himself on the back. That is 100% true. But, I mean, come on. Mike Stradamus, that's a good call. You know what's really cool? It took him, what, six and a half minutes? If RJ wasn't here, it would have been even earlier than that. But uh, the, the dog and, and like you really went on out, you really went out on a limb there with a guy who has got a healthy wrist, who's showing 30 home run power before in the minor leagues, you know. who was going to get a chance to play every day. And that was a huge. That was a huge stretch for you to hey, say that. We, nobody that, picked him. Go back a good in that year. time machine, and a lot of people were saying this guy never stays healthy. No, He's sure. made of glass. We haven't seen it before. It's all promise and no delivery. But it wasn't made of glass. It was a chronic problem with the wrist that he got fixed surgically in the offseason season he's fine. smart people like us knew that but a lot of people that don't know this behind the scenes had no idea they were willing to, to smart not people I'm not sure another Saturday pat on morning. the back yeah <laughs> my I, arm can only reach so far but I'm happy I'm to not keep patting I told you so okay. oh I am so get used to that oh, all really? season yeah, yeah he retweeted we it. haven't don't realized you know? it <laughs> you know, um, you know what's great though is we don't hear many of many I told you so from my because they're few oh, and far between. Few and far. Ooh, ouch. Well, yeah. right. we got to bring you back off the pedestal. Thought, Mike. What was I, the most right. the magnificent person you've ever met or something? Out of context, how you are, quickly, sure. How quickly your, your feelings I don't even remember who me. I was talking about when I said that either. Uh, Muhammad Ali, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so yeah. Very different <laughs> company to be keeping. <laughs> Good call, sure, man. For sure. Did you really take praise for Muhammad Ali I had keep no, it upon I, yourself? I had nothing to do with that. There's a special place in hell for people like you. I had nothing to do with that. I'm a 
good church-going boy. I'm it was blooper, wasn't no. it? I'm not going to blame anyone by name, but it wasn't me. Let's Mike came that. to me and asked if we can use that cut <laughs> for him. And I sent it to Pete. Mike asked me Lies, blooper. Lies. Um, right as I was about to bring blooper into the conversation, too, and this is how he treats me. I, yep. I don't like this one bit. Um, <laughs> no, what I was going to say originally before we got off track was that we were talking before the show, before you guys got here, how uh, before the home run yesterday, John Jay hits that ground rule double. Well, the three at-bats before that, I mean, the two hits and then John Jay stepping up and clutching up. Right, but what we were talking about was that you have the two singles, all coming with two outs, by the way, which kudos to the Padres showing some battle and some resiliency. But what Blooper was saying is that usually, you know, that cost him the tying runs. I have to send Amarista back to third. And so when a team usually loses that chance, very often, if not always, you see the next guy strike out, pop out, you get robbed of that run, right. and it never works out in your favor. This time it actually did. How rare is that, and is that a bit of a, of a turnaround, a bit of a galvanizer for this team? Because, I mean, we both agree that usually you don't win those kind of games. That's right. Usually you're packing it up, you know, for the, you know once, once that happens, ground rule double, put the guy back at third. You're going, oh, man, we had a chance to tie it up. It's not our night. get it done, but you always have that hope when you have Will Myers coming up to bat. I go, well, this might be a little different. Yeah, that's, Myers is the key here because he's a guy who nothing phases this guy. <laughs> I mean, he looks like he spends all morning at the skate park and then just rolls into the ballpark. <laughs> you know, he just, he, he, he yeah. just wants to play ball. He he's, wants he's, to play. He's never ruffled yeah. at all. He's like, oh, it didn't come in. I'll, I'll just drive him in anyway, whatever. He's, right. he's got a great even keel demeanor. Great temperament. Even when he, he had the surgery last year, the DL, and having him around here and seeing him quite a bit doing some extra things for the Padres on the field when we had people out here. You know, his demeanor is always good and consistent. Yeah. An Andy know. Green guy. Never get the highs too high, never get the lows too low. Uh, what I had told Blooper during that conversation is that, especially a team like the Padres that has struggled this year through some times, that especially is a game that you almost never see a team like that win that's been going through these kind of tribulations. A team like the Cubs this year, they do get that good mojo, those good bounce backs. But a team like the Padres, I was very surprised that with everything going against them in that game yesterday, they were able to pull it out. And Good maybe job. that's something that can help uh, spark a little something. A team like the Cubs, the ball doesn't bounce over the wall. It stays in. What's so the luck they're having this so year? So yeah. Blooper says you don't even get put in that position yeah. if you're yeah, a, hits a team hits like hits the Cubs. Hits a metal pole, doesn't go through it, right. and it stands, it bounces back yep. in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, well, speaking of Luis Perdomo, uh, very briefly, we're going to talk about him in a little bit because he obviously warrants a lot of mention from yesterday. Mm. Uh, before we get to that, uh, quickly a note as well that Andrew Kashner, who had to leave the game to allow Perdomo to come in yesterday, now officially on the 15-day DL taking his place on the roster. Eric Johnson, who was scheduled to start today anyway, so now that roster move gets made. Uh, but Kashner leaving after six pitches, it was upper neck and, uh, or upper back and lower neck tightness. They called it a neck strain it's a officially. neck strain, yeah. yeah, that puts him on the DL. They said that it was in the bullpen before the game when he was feeling it, and then it wasn't even him who asked to come out of the game. It was Andy Green talking with Darren Balsley and the training staff in the dugout saying, he doesn't look right, go out there and get him. So this was an Andy Green call. Not on Andrew Kashner call, right, but, but he goes back to the DL. Also, I think Derek Norris also kept looking over like, are you coming out or not? <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, he, he's he not, knew he was hurting. He's not right. Yeah. Did you see something? Because I, I was listening in the car on the radio, but even looking at that footage, I am not a, a trained eye. No. Did you notice anything, or is well, that something you only see there on the field? It's a little uncomfortable. The only thing you really on the field, you know, but you notice the pitch and just how he finished the pitch wasn't Andrew Kashner's style. 
Yeah, you know, he you, grabs you the ball and gets right back wrong. on the mound. And you can tell that he, this pace was just a little bit off. Yeah, he, he was, slowed he, down a little bit. Yeah, he wasn't because he's like, give me the ball, get back on the mound, deliver again. He, he works quickly through a game, and he wasn't doing that. He was maybe taking a little time, maybe shaking his head a little more, everything. And his pace his pace was off. So you could tell something was well, bugging him. I'll, I'll give him that. At least he went out there I mean, with a stiff oh, neck. Yeah. And hopefully you're, you're hoping to get adrenaline will cut, you know, kick in and right. it'll go away. But obviously, it didn't, didn't Did get not that go away. No, yeah. the problem here is this: a strain, by definition, is a small tear of some muscle somewhere or some ligament. It's a tear of something somewhere. So you have some tear of something in the neck. That's not good, especially for a pitcher who's got that kind of torque through his body. So is this is going to be a 15-day thing? What, 15. what happens? It's a 15. Dr. RJ it, says 15. Yeah. It's 15 Expect or I'll slap him. <laughs> <laughs> and knock that neck around. it all the way through. Yeah. Exactly. It, it takes him better get it going, man. Come on. <laughs> We've got our new we toy here it. on set, these uh, knock-around sunglasses that Ooh, I'm going to put on very dapper. for this promo because when Beer Fest, presented by Southwest Airlines, comes back on Friday, June 17th, before the Padres face the Nationals at 740, the first 25,000 fans in attendance will receive a pair of these Padres knock-around sunglasses mm -hmm. presented by Knock-Around. Don't miss the live music and $5 beer from a variety of breweries. Get your tickets today at Padres.com slash party. <laughs> you, you, you look at the tag on them? I do, yeah. You you look look they're like not mine yet. I got to give these You look like an extra from a party scene in a John Hughes film right now. <laughs> a little before my time, Derek, but I <laughs> like the reference. We're back with some more of a Luis Perdomo <laughs> talk. This kid's uh, deserving a lot of it. This is Padres Social Hour. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back on the Saturday morning edition. Thanks for waking up to us here on Padres Social Hour. 110 first pitch, waking Padres up. and Rockies. It's 11 waking up. 40. Our demographic, Dude. yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> Come are, on. A lot of people are waking up and just rolling over, turning on the TV. Party uh, I already made French toast this morning. You're much more uh, ambitious than <laughs> I am. I just woke CMR. up and showed up here. Uh, we just <laughs> the took kids a look. Wanted it. We just took a look at what's happening here at Petco Park. We actually had a tweet in here from my burnt my toast. Wants to know what is happening at Petco Park. Well, besides an amazing television, multimedia, radio program. There's also the National University commencement. That's what's happening out there, what we were taking a you look know, at. You know, it's really a lot of fun to try to, to try to park and get in here. Oh, <laughs> it was <laughs> that was kind of entertaining coming in. Out fun is one word for it. Yeah. I wouldn't choose that word, but it's well, one word for it. I don't think I used fun either when yeah. I was in the truck. But, you know, hey, on a serious note, congratulations to everybody who's graduating. Well, actually, very, I'll very cool. A very yeah. awesome accomplishment and, and seriously of, enjoy that's it that's I want to put you right? guys I want to put you guys in the Cholula hot seat right now the and I'm glad seat. that I burnt my toast to ask that question because the hot seat say you guys uh, we're not going to ask for a full commencement address but what is your one biggest piece of advice to these 20 21 22 year olds heading out into the real world all your your wisdom that you've accrued over the years what's the one piece of advice you'd give to these work youngsters? hard and get a job you like you enjoy so when you wake up in the morning, you, you look forward to what you're going to do all day long. Like I look forward to coming to hang out with you See, here. There you go. I mean, that's important, I think. A lot of times you don't, you know, you get a job and you, hey, you got, you got to get, get work and you got to do it. So hopefully you can find that job where you, you really enjoy what you do and hey, you can go out and really enjoy your job. How about you, Derek? I echo that 100%. If, if you don't like what you're doing, quit and do something else because life is too short to yeah, not right. enjoy everything that you're doing. And you spend so much time at work, so much time with the people there. Find something that you can truly be fulfilled in doing. It might not be what you went to school for. It might not be what you trained for. Yeah. It might not be – you might get into that vocation and realize, ah, oh, this isn't what it was cracked up to be. Go do something else. Find something that you're passionate about. It will make you happier in the long run. 
Mine is don't worry so much. I remember, you know, if I was like three weeks looking for a job, oh, the world's over. I'm not. I'm never going to work. I'm never going to find anything. Uh, I almost didn't take a job to, uh, to appease a girl, to stay home for a girl. And I took the job and ended up not working out with the girl. But I would have really regretted if I didn't do that. I thought at the time, the love of my life, whatever. It's mostly not that big of a deal when you're that age. You have a lot of time to mess up and, you know, try different things and experiment with your life. Oh, you, you will got mess time. up. You, you will, will mess up. up. If you yes. don't mess up, you're probably yeah. doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah that's so don't, right. Yeah, so don't <laughs> worry so much. Take it as it goes. Ride the wave. Congratulations, guys, and good luck with everything. Uh, uncapped real flavor with Cholula hot sauce. The hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. Well, a guy who's not too much older than the kids that are walking with the caps and gowns out there today, Luis Perdomo, who yesterday went five and two-thirds, allowed three earned runs, uh, four total, wasn't sensational. I think his numbers in those four innings against the Dodgers here, that extra inning game before his last inning meltdown, were better. But his stuff looked good yesterday. And now we found out, Andy Green saying before today's game, that Perdomo most likely slides into the starting rotation for a little bit with Andrew Kashner on the DL. You think this kid's ready to slide into the starting five? I think he's ready. I think his last two outings have been long enough. He's got his pitch count up. He's comfortable there. Um, you know, I think the one thing is just initially that first little hiccup, you know, getting settled into the mound, wherever he might be, uh, kind of jumped at him, you know, that two-run homer, uh, you know, making some mistakes early. But settle down, uses all-speed pitches well, and he's getting better and better. I mean, I can see a little bit of confidence in this young man, and I think, let, you know, yesterday's out and just, you know, helped that. And it's, uh, now he's going to get a start, and, and it's well-deserved. I think he's ready now that, you know, he's, he's learned so much, I think, in this first couple of months of the season. My only concern is for a guy like this who's doing it for the first time, jumping from A ball to the big leagues. Like yesterday, I think, in a weird way, was a good situation. He comes in with no notice. He has no time to overthink it. He has no time to get inside his own head. He just goes out there and deals. But if he's going to be a starter, you better learn you got to get used to that. But yeah, this, in your first season, it. in your first season right. now, he's got four days now to start thinking about all the things that can go and wrong. And all well and good. I mean, you, you've got to you just got to be able to handle that. If you're going to be a starter, you better learn how to do it now. Plus, the earlier the better. Plus, from a number standpoint, he's the guy they have to go with right now. He's the, he threw 100 pitches yesterday. He's the one who stretched out. If you're going to dip down in the minor leagues to bring somebody, you got Jeremy Guthrie who's down there. He's not throwing real well at AAA. He's, he's optioned out of his contract, so even he's not an he option anymore. So yeah. they're even they, have, they, they have no options. They have basically. nobody else. Yeah. You have to go with Luis Perdomo right now. He's the only guy who can handle being. I mean, Brad Hand would be the only other guy who can maybe now, do bring it. Bring up he, one of our draft picks. And he has. <laughs> Cal right now. <laughs> Where are you? I, I know. Our only hope. I talked to Cal yesterday, actually, on on Skype. And he said uh, he's ready to go. He yeah. feels good. The arm's ready to go. Yeah, same here. Yeah. He says he's ready to pitch by the end of June, which is this month. But yeah. I, I doubt it's going to be at the big league level. I don't think We've so. We've talked about Perdomo in the past. His best case scenario for a Rule 5 guy, Johan Santana did this. First couple of years were pretty bad, too. But he ends up being an all-star. 1 to 10, how excited are you for Perdomo's future, if you were to put a number on it? 10 being, this guy's going to be fantastic. I'll go 8. Really? Oh, yeah. That high? Yeah, I'd go oh. there really because he's, 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 he's 21. He's, he never pitched above single A. Like I said, he's figuring out 23. Three, three, three levels of Major League Baseball. Yeah. I'll, go, I'll go seven. You know? I won't go eight yet, but I'll go seven. I'm only because of the history of Rule 5 pitchers, and Santana is the exception, I think, that proves the rule. I'm like a six because there's too much stuff that can go wrong when you're making a big jump like that. He's doing okay now. You have to hope that he gets better. We've seen a lot of pitchers who can plateau. Uh, so I'm still a little bit guarded. But he's got the stuff. 
he's got mentors here like Rodney and, and Villanueva to kind of teach him about the bigs. But, uh, yeah, there's still too much to go wrong for me to go that high. But I can see why you would. But you got to curtail yeah. his innings eventually, too. Remember, he's a guy yep. who's yep. He's real young. He hasn't thrown many. So he's going to be in the starting rotation for a little bit until Cash comes back. But you're talking, what, maybe August? You have to really start really thinking about shutting him down and, and, and getting those innings done, put him back down. That's 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 the way they do it. I don't get that. I don't get that's it either. Today's but that's today's game. That's the way they do that's it. Today's sorry. game. Uh, you know, it's something they have to, they have to be mindful of nowadays. Oh. How about you guys give us a number? Hashtag Padres SH. Tell us from one to ten. Uh oh, I Luis saw that Perdomo. look. <laughs> Go ahead and say it, Randy. <laughs> one to ten. How excited are you about Luis Perdomo's future as a member <laughs> of the Padres starting rotation? Let us know. Now, yesterday, Perdomo, for all that he did, he didn't get the win. And that's something I wanted to bring up with you guys. And, RJ, you've been on the side of the scorekeepers in terms of being affected by it directly. Derek and I are just pundits on the outside. Uh, the rule is the guy who pitches last before the team takes the lead, if it's not the starter, gets the win. So Quackenbush got it yesterday. Right. But, I mean, you can't tell me you looked at yesterday's game and Quackenbush deserved that win more than Perdomo yeah. did. So, I mean, this is a, a conversation that's been going on for years about how the win is a bad stat. How do you fix it? How do you make it so that the right guy gets the W Get in a game like it. yesterday? Get over it. Quackenburst deserved it. He pitched that inning. That's just the rules of baseball. He didn't deserve it. He just <coughs> happened he to be that. in the right place at the right time. That's, that's deserving it. That's, you know? not, that's the opposite that's of deserving a, you it. Know. That's not as bad as being a vulture. But least, yeah, you know? but the other the other part of that coin is if a guy goes five innings and gives up eight runs, but his team scores ten, he gets a win. Did he deserve it? No, but he still gets the win. So we can, you can't you can't find a way to fix the win stat in Major League Baseball. You 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 can't do it. There are too many factors that I come remember, into it. So you have to leave year, it alone. Ron Paranowski with the Dodgers one year. This is in the mid all sixties, and uh, he was sixteen and zero. He's a relief pitcher. Go there, go one in, and he just. But if it was two to one, that was the Dodger. Or they won by one run all the time. Right. So and he was 16 and 0. I mean, Drysdale might pitch seven shutout innings, and Paranowski come in pitch one inning, W. I think Throw what two if two pitches and get the W? <laughs> now there there is a loophole in this rule that if a, a reliever or the relievers are not effective, if no one's effective, then or the guy who sorry, if the guy who was in line for the win was wildly effective, whatever the language is, the official scorer can take the win away and give it to who he thinks was most deserving. Why not make that the case for the whole game? The official scorer is already judging on errors versus base hits, whatever. Why not make him have the power to say this guy was the most effective pitcher that day, no matter who it is? I think you're opening up a... Yeah, that's too there. much and too much interpretation at that point. You're giving yeah. the fish scores too many duties, too much power, too much authority on the game. He's got all this stuff to worry about. You know, he's, he's sitting Not here trying to, stuff to, trying to judge they're, which They're pitcher. letting Blooper score judge the celebrity softball game. So that's not that much of a response. We're not talking about the same level of importance here, though. It was a celebrity <laughs> softball game versus a major league baseball game. It just, it's, it, I, it's one of those things where we can sit here and get frustrated with it. But a baseball is not going to do anything because historically we've seen that they don't do things about this. They just let it go as it is. And it two, is. you can't, you can't, you can't change this to it a way that would be satisfactory is. to everyone. Yeah. You can't do and it. I, I can't have some official score or whatever, you know. Have the authority to decide who wins a game and who loses a game. Plus, how many in times a game like yesterday? Scores? In a game like yesterday, I think it shows you that there is a ch an opportunity for but that. How many times have official scores given somebody a hit, and you're like, how the heck did he get a hit? <laughs> Bill you Center know? evidently Nobody. has a, a big grudge with the Colorado official scorer. We're not letting yeah. that official scorer do anything. Not the guy in Colorado. Yeah, see, it's, it's home awful. cooking, and it's di and, it, and they do look at it differently. And it's what about someone like in the major league front office? You just give Forget them the stats it. every day. Oh, the, oh, the replay people. Yeah, much better. You can't beat a dead dog. Come on. Just get over it. That's just the rules. This way it's been done. This way we're going to do it. 
the way it's always been done is the only way we can ever do it. Let's, That's let's, the let's argument have, here. You know, Rob Manford it. should have to be able to be the only one with authority. He has to watch every single game and every single inning and every single pitch, and he's the one as a commissioner that can yeah. then can hand out and we can have a ceremony Takes and, 10 give, seconds. and Rob, give everybody a participation the trophy, but only in. one guy gets the yeah, win. Look at the home plate umpire do it then. Look at the home plate umpire. Doesn't take that long. Sure. Then it brings wins back. A 20-win season would mean something, not this. But then you'd have but then you have closers with 25 wins. Blooper, can we go to break? Hey, I'm gonna slap him. Should we go to break? I'm slapping. Can we have you decide the winner of every single baseball game I'd, all season? I'd be more than happy to. Cool. I can take it. I got you, know, you have time for that? I got big shoulders. I thought you were a busy guy. Yeah. I got big shoulders. I'll just Work make a on decision. It. Uh, I'll get ready for my slap defense. Uh, in the meantime, you can celebrate Dad this year and Father's Day at Petco Park. The Padres, in partnership with Sharp Mary Birch Hospital for Women and Newborns, will honor all dads on Sunday, June 19th, when the Padres take on the Nationals at 140. Purchase a special Father's Day theme game package and get a pair of Padres-themed socks. Get tickets at Padres.com slash theme games. When we come back, I caught up with Padres 17-year-old draft pick Hudson Sanchez a couple nights ago, and we're going to hear from him right after this. Janelle's all mine now. No, go for it. Oh, no! I'll hold it. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour as we continue our weekend look at the MLB draft. We now have with us the Padres' second pick. He was number 24 overall in this year's draft, the 17-year-old Hudson Sanchez. Hudson, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great, but I'm guessing not as good as you. You're a first-round uh, draft pick in the big leagues, man. Congratulations. That's awesome. It's pretty crazy. I'm excited. Did you, I mean, ever think, a lot of people thinking maybe this was a bit of a surprise uh, seeing you get drafted that high, did you ever think that you'd be able to crack the first round, maybe when the beginning of this season started for you in high school? Um, I mean, I didn't know how high I could get, really. I just knew I was just going to focus on doing my best and seeing, just let it all let it all play out. But, I mean, for this to happen, it's just, it's anything, whatever happened, it was going to be crazy. So, I'm just really excited. You've got now, after you got drafted, your own Wikipedia page. How sick is that? Uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's not, it's not too long yet, but the fact you just have one, I mean, yeah. at 17, I'll that's be, pretty great. I'll be checking that out later. Yeah, definitely. Um, so to people um, that, I mean, they see you, they see draft pick, they just see a number or a body or stats, but, I mean, you are still a kid who's dealing with all this at the same time that you're trying to, you know, lead your team to wins and you're trying to focus on your grades and you, you're still in high school. And when I was 17, I was just worried about getting my license and, you know, chasing girls around. Then you have all this going on. How difficult was it for you to balance everything this year and still keep uh, yourself sane? Uh, well, it's been... I didn't change too much. I've always worked as hard as I can throughout my whole life. But in high school, I've always kept like the same, I guess, uh, work. I'm, I'm always hardest worker, but same work ethic throughout the throughout the years. But uh, it's just this year is a little more crazy just because the scouts and all that. But it's all fun and it's all exciting and it's all worth it in the end. So tell us what to expect from you as you develop more into a, a potential professional and big leaguer down the road. Uh, we read the scouting reports. We hear what other people have to say about you. You tell us. What kind of player are you? What kind of player can you grow into being? Uh, well, I'm obviously young, and uh, I know I still have a bunch of – I might get taller. I might – I know I'm going to fill out more. So i got a lot of room to get stronger. And uh, I feel like hitting is my best thing and has been. And uh, – I take pride in my defense as well, and I've always worked as hard as I can just to 
you know, be the best I can be in every aspect of my game. I know uh, I don't want to have any weaknesses on or lagging behind in any way, but uh, I just know I'm I know I'm a well-rounded player and uh, hopefully continue to keep uh, building up on every tool of my game. So. You're listed at 6'2", 195 right now, pretty much where people see you. But like you say, you can still grow. You are only 17. Uh, some yes. folks saying, you know, you've played shortstop, that you may project if you grow to a third baseman or into a corner outfielder. Uh, where would you like to play your pro ball? Um, I'm obviously most uh, comfortable with shortstop just because I've always played there. But uh, I know I'm athletic enough to move around wherever the organization would want me to play. And uh, I know I could... I know I'll work as hard as I can just to, you know, be the top at whatever position they put me at. But uh, I know I'll be fine. I know I'll produce in any way. And I know I'll have my bat in the lineup. So I'm just I – know, I know I can adjust to everything. So. Any kind of – any big leaguer that you see and you try to model your game after or you think that that's a good role model for you on the field? Uh, I've always liked uh, Derek Jeter and Carlos Correa. Correa because he's a taller shortstop like me and he's he can he can hit the ball pretty well and he's very athletic and his defense is really good and uh, he's younger and he was drafted young and he's in the big leagues very very quick and uh, I like Derek Jeter just because uh, he's a champion and had all that pressure throughout his whole career playing for such high expectations and he uh, was always calm and handled his business well and didn't cause any problems, and I just I like those guys. Hey, for someone who plays shortstop, you could pick. You could do a lot worse than picking the two of those guys for sure. Um, well, Hudson, uh, for remembering when I was 17, and you know, 17-year-olds I know now, you already seem very composed, mature for your age. I think you got a bright future ahead of you. Uh, congratulations again. How much did your phone blow up after the uh, the announcement came out? Uh, it was crazy, and it's still it's still blowing up. But uh, <laughs> I'll have to get back to everyone later. Yeah, well, we won't take any more of your time. I'm sure you've got a lot of texts and, and notifications to answer. So congratulations again. We wish you the best of luck moving forward. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All right, that's Hudson Sanchez from Carroll Senior High School out in South Lake, Texas, the number 24 overall pick and the Padres' second pick in the 2016 MLB Draft. All fans in attendance on Saturday, June 18th for the 7-10 Padres game against the Nationals will receive a blue Padres fedora presented by National University. Plus, stay after the game for an all-star game-themed fireworks show. Get tickets today at Padres.com. We thank Hudson Sanchez once again, and we're back with more Padres Social Hour right after this. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. Eric Johnson making his Padres debut against Tyler Chatwood. It's Padres and Rockies at 110. That's first pitch about an hour away. But until then, we're here with you in the AMR studio. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. We've got RJ here making himself nice and comfortable. Oh, and is. I mean dog RJ. I'm telling you, man. Human RJ is always comfortable. <laughs> but dog RJ has found the new best friend. He's Look got at it, him. He's got it done now. He's hanging done. out on Derek's <laughs> lap. He's just, he's just hanging out. I like it. Um, My right. legs asleep. So <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks to Hudson Sanchez. Uh, we stayed here late on draft night, and I'm sure you know all the draftees. We talked to Cal Quantrill yesterday. Eric Lauer, the number three Padres picked, talked to him yesterday. That uh, we taped. We're gonna have that on tomorrow's show. Cool. So uh, those guys, they have so much going on. I'm sure the text messages, the handshakes, the the celebration dinners, the parties. 
to take some time for us. And, they're, and they're graduating, it. a lot of them, too, as they're going through Oh, that. yeah, dealing yeah. with that, too. Yeah, yeah. there's that whole, their whole get-out-of-school thing. So great. Grad graduation, that's secondary, though, man. <laughs> I got drafted. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I, the grad night parties are fun, though. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. Very, very fun. Very well worth it. Um, all right. But for that game over in Colorado, we now have a, a live look at it, and that also takes us to our Maui Gym weather report. It's a hot day out there. 92 degrees as we look at a picturesque sky out in Coors Field. Not a cloud to be seen. Uh, 92 is the high. They've already reached it. Should stay sunny with winds out of the southeast at 11 miles an hour. As we take a look there, and they are getting ready for game number two of that very quick three-game set. Expect so a lot of offense if it's dry and the wind blowing out up there. Yeah, low humidity, too. I think only like 20%. So yeah. that ball out. could be a flying. Uh, at Maui Gym, they believe in the beauty of the world, that every color, every detail deserves to be seen clearly with lenses that eliminate glare and make colors pop. Maui Gym sunglasses don't shield your view of the world. They bring it to life. Color, clarity, detail. Maui Gym. All right, I'm going to try something new here now. Sometimes I think of something I want to talk about in the show with you guys, and it's not big enough for a whole segment, or it's just kind of random here and there. It's Let's sure put them all random. together. It's no. random, all right. <laughs> sometimes it's baseball, sometimes it's not. So a new thing, clear the benches. So you see the bench clearing brawl, everybody gets involved. So this is where I'm just going to throw a bunch of different topics out, and we'll kind of go through them. First one I wanted to talk about was last night in the Giants-Dodgers game. Do you see this Johnny Cueto thing? I know you have, Derek. Did you? Yeah, the balk. I didn't Randy. So this is a balk that Johnny Cueto has called on him. He goes into his little shoulder shimmy, a little back and forth and back and forth, and they call a balk on him, and it brings home a runner from third in the first inning. Cueto, Bochi, they have no idea why he's called, why he gets a balk called on him. Because he's done this before. He's done it in Cincinnati. He's done it in Kansas City. We've seen the shoulder shimmy and the wiggle. Tell me, Randy, is that a balk? This is something he's done before. How do you, how do you balk in a windup? I mean, not stopping. I don't understand that. It's not out of character for him to do that. So that, that was their argument. That, that's what Bochy I mean, I I came I mean, out to say. I don't see how you can call it a balk. I mean, if he's in a stretch and does it, yeah, you're in trouble. Well, the rule is you can't come to multiple stops. And I think what the umpire ruled there was he came to multiple stops. He's trying to deceive somebody, right? But the thing is, in, in the actual letter of the rule is, you have to go with your the pitcher's natural motion. That's right. Natural motion. The problem is when you have somebody like Cueto, yeah. he has no natural Here's, motion. Yeah, my objection is that you, that's a loophole. That's if you say, I don't have a natural motion, you can do it's literally whatever you want. You're talking about deceiving the wrong. Uh, you know, he's in a windup with a guy on third base. What's he going to do? He's not trying on? to deceive the runner. He's trying to deceive the batter. There's no rule against that. There's no rule against that. So you, you know, guys are cool with it. Oh, he's wrong. The umpire's wrong. Well, what I want to and, and Boach after the game said, <laughs> we need clarification on this because this could be a big problem for them going forward. If other teams know that they can have umpires looking directly at Cueto for something like that, it's going to take something out of his arsenal. So that's no, why they I, want clarification on what can he and can't he do? Can he I continue would, to do this or not? I would not? definitely that's want that issue. clarification. Well, how, exactly. How, we were talking about how uh, determining a win could be subjective. How can you clarify down to the letter of the law what Cueto can and can't do when the body you, is so fluid? Joe Torrey sends a memo out, leave him alone. That's Done. all it takes. That's all it takes. It's uh, that speaking of our win conversation, uh, Dennis Goulias tweeting in before, uh, keep it the way it's always been done. That was your thing? That's right. No, he said question mark because he doesn't agree with you. He says, let's get rid of relievers, saves, and the DH too. <laughs> yeah, now he's The DH. Right, the DH, well, instead of getting rid of it, we may be getting more of it, unfortunately, as time goes on. I like on. his attitude. Uh, Dennis says, JK, just kidding, but we got to do something about the win. Hey, you know, if you don't warm anybody up, I bet the guy goes longer. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's got yeah. no choice. Yeah. If you look around, there's nobody warming up. Guess what? You know, I'm there's, in there, but baby. there's no, there's, like I said, there's just, there's no way to fix the win stat. No. You can't, yeah. you can't do there's it. Just no then just get rid of it. Make it not, you know. Or like, like I said, one out. Okay, for. how about the guy who has the biggest impact on the game? So Will it Myers has three home runs in a game. He gets it a win. Just do that. That's that's yeah. too crazy. That's going yeah, too wild. Now you got Myers. Um, he's, he's yeah. So yeah, he can use that for negotiations that, for a contract. Yeah, that's what war. Yeah, <laughs> war is for wins above replacement. Um, last night, next topic and clear the benches. So the El Paso Chihuahuas, Padres Triple A team. One of their original names in their naming contest before they became the Chihuahuas was the Desert Gators. And they decided, let's actually see what would have happened. They had a what-if night last night, and we had this tweet here from them. They actually got Desert Gator uh, uniforms, hats, the whole color scheme, and they played a game on what could have been night as the El Paso Desert Gators. Do you like that, or do you think, hey, once the old names are in the rearview mirror, wow. we got to move forward? Hey, in the minor leagues, promotion's a promotion. Go for it. You love it. <laughs> I don't care. You sure. can sell more hats and jerseys? Absolutely. Nah. I want to know what, what is a That's desert hilarious. gator. Is what I They're know. always coming up with something. I'm I not love sure it. I want to know what a desert gator is. Like, are there gators in El Paso? I, I honestly don't know. I don't live there. What's the limit on them? Can you hunt them? <laughs> I'm sure you can. You can hunt anything in Texas. Can you make boots out of them? <laughs> hey. There you go. So I, I actually, it got me curious about now. The Major League Padres are named after the PCL Padres, who were here, you know, forever. And I thought, oh, if the Padres did a what could have been night, what would the options be? So I dug down a deep Wikipedia wormhole to the teams that preceded the PCL Padres. They started out in Sacramento as the Solons, which is a Greek word for Solons. senator. Solons. Yeah. Thank you. Um, then they were the Tacoma Tigers, the Fresno Raisin Eaters, the San Francisco Missions, the Salt Lake Bees, and the Hollywood Stars before they finally became the San Diego Padres. Raisin Eaters is the coolest one that'd out of be, all yeah, those names, right? Awesome. Yeah. But that's regional, too. Right. Central that wouldn't fly here, but in yeah. terms of the actual name, I would buy a jersey with Raisin Eater on it, for sure. Uh, speaking of minor league promotions, uh, this is going to make Blooper very happy. So tonight, the Buffalo Bisons, also AAA, but over in the International League, after the Pawtucket Red Sox had a free Tom Brady night last night, they're having a keep Brady suspended night tonight. Wow. And this is where Blooper used to work, and he, he loves you know, anything we can get Buffalo into the show. So are you happy that I got Bisons? Did I Very say that happy. correctly, too? The Buffalo Bisons. Right. It's not Bison, which nope. is grammatically correct. It's not Bisons, bisons which sounds correct. Bisons. Again, it's regional. Bisons. Insane. Here's what uh, Keep Brady Suspended Night includes. Uh, you get buy one, get one tickets if you bring a fully inflated football to donate to a local athletic charity. That's nice. Do you also, for the uh, if you're named Tom or Brady, you can get into the game, but you can't watch the first four innings. They're putting you in like a separate room because Tom Brady suspended, suspended for the first four games. That's pretty good. That's good stuff. Any, uh, any minor league promotions that have stuck in your heads over the years from whether you were playing there or covering a team I'm, or anything? Yeah, I'm sorry. We weren't that creative in the old days. <laughs> Just Louisiana. get out there and play. We, we didn't get real creative in Louisiana. I, I like anytime you have a thirsty Thursday and it's dollar beer night. It's that's nothing beats that, it's and that yeah, happens a the, lot of times for the fans in particular. Yeah, yeah. that's well. Th these are all for the fans. Any any promotion is going to be you know for yeah, the fan right. base. Anytime you have cheap, anytime there's a cheap beer night, I'm winner. In. You're in. I'm in. Yeah. Keep Brady suspended is the best one I've ever seen. Of course, yeah. Especially so for good. a Buffalo Bills fan so who good. used to work for the Bisons. I'm sure Blooper's just eating this up. I worked so. there for five seasons. It's yeah. a great idea. It may be the only time we mentioned that team on the show this year. So it's the first, that it's the first time in three first? years. Oh, there so. you go. Well, there you yeah. go. You're welcome. Uh, it wasn't while I was there, but the team I worked for once, the Hickory Crawdads. They're now the single A team for the Rangers out in North Carolina. Last year, they had a, a Labor Day promotion where anyone who, any woman who was pregnant that showed up to the Labor Day game and gave birth by the end of the season got free season tickets for the next year. One woman actually did it, 
And she went into labor like two days later, within like 48 hours. <laughs> and she's it. got free season tickets for the next year. Because Labor Day, I mean, you got like a three-week window. <laughs> yeah. That's in September. I mean, that's, you don't have much time to deliver no. after that. You're giving a minor league promotion all hands. Everything's off. I mean, Nothing. You do whatever well, you it's the Wild West. Goal. Anything goes. Will anything ever be better than Disco Demolition Night, though? Let's, let's, let's <laughs> be honest. I mean. It no, burned nothing, bright, but it burned no. fast. One night no. only. Yeah. Nothing was, ever will be better than. And minor league, major league, Tom Brady, what, nothing will ever beat that. That was at the That's big league level, too. Yeah. Can you imagine if that happened today? Bill oh, man. man, my goodness. Um, All-Star Game. That's a pretty good promotion. Just throw the best guys in the field, right? It's coming our way here in uh, right about a month's time. Padres fans, the 2016 Insurance MLB All-Star Game ballot is here, though. Head to Padres.com to choose your ASG-worthy stars and send them to the MLB All-Star Game presented by MasterCard on July 12th. We're a month and a day away right here in San Diego. Vote today. Vote tomorrow. Vote whenever you want. Vote at Padres.com slash vote. When we come back, we'll take a look at today's lineup, and it's Derek looking for his first win of the year against Blooper in the Head-to-Head Challenge. I've like three times. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Time now to get you set for that game today. Again, a 110 first pitch. The Padres are just two and a half games behind the Rockies now for third in the division. They've leapfrogged the Diamondbacks, so... Like we say, it's a long season. No one has any illusions of this team, you know, winning the NL West unless things really go crazy. But small victories, some small progress for the That's year. It's encouraging for what uh, the guys plus, are doing. Get plus, given the fact that, and someone mentioned this on Twitter, I haven't hit me yet, but their number one through three starters coming out of spring training, they're gone. gone. They're either on the DL or traded. And when you lose your, your top yep. three horses that you're supposed to be banking your whole year on, the fact they're not in last place, is that's, that's saying something about well, these guys. Well, it says something. When, you know, a left-hander Pomerantz is your ace right now. And imagine yeah. if, if, if we got the Pomerantz everyone was expecting. No one saw this oh, coming. He's know, been a savior you, without if him. If you told me this is spring training, I told you to get out of here. What are you, are you right. kidding? You might not have shown up for the show at all because you yeah. would have had nothing, nothing worthwhile to talk about. Um, all right, let's get to today's lineup, and it's presented by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. By the way, as we're looking at the, our graphics now, you notice a little change? It used to be always just the same background. Now we have the actual stadiums where they're playing here on the, on the screen. Nice touch. It looks really nice. We're it's so a, fancy. It's the details. It's the small touches. Fancy. Here we go. John Jay in center field. Will Myers at first base. Then it's Matt Kemp in right. Salarte at third. Upton in left. Ramirez at shortstop. Then it's Derek Norris catching. Alexi Amarisa at second base. And Eric Johnson making his Padres debut, his National League debut, pitching and batting ninth. That takes us now to the Supercuts head-to-head challenge. And yesterday, uh, Bill Center had the first pick, and he took Will Myers... He said it was more to spite Blooper than what he actually thought the best pick was. He's blocking him. <laughs> but he won it because Will Myers won the game. He was our hero of the game, as we talked about earlier, with that big ninth-inning homer. So that cuts Blooper's lead to a still pretty good 12. He's up 32-20. to 20. And there's been some contention between, you know, everyone giving Blooper a tough time about picking Will Myers so much. He gets the first pick today. So, Blooper, let me guess. You're not going to change it, right? Why would I change it? I'm with I'm you. I'm with you. But I'm guys a, like winning. Derek and guys like Bill yesterday guys are Guys like you Derek and guys like Bill are losing, so. Because we're trying to be creative. Scoreboard, baby. Scoreboard. We're trying to be creative. Bill Think before yesterday was 0-4. Derek is 0-3. I'm, yep. not, I'm not even impressed with the judge, too. Oh, yeah, come on. You're biased. I'm, that's just got to be. Matt Kemp was 0-5 yesterday. Will Myers hit the game-winning home run. How is that biased to pick Matt Will Kemp? Myers? Blooper did. What a dope. I couldn't pick my guy Will Myers. You know what? Outside the box, get you get your losses. 
That's the problem. That's fine. I'm fine. Rather be fancy or trying I mean, to be all dramatic. I'm fine with that. We gotta win. Great, what's your great outside the box? Uh, yeah. Pick so right you now? get your pick today, yeah. Derek. Looking for your first win of the season. You're I'm 0 and 3. Uh, I'm gonna go with Eric Johnson. I, I know I even said earlier that look out for a lot of offense in those conditions of course Field, but these guys have never seen him. He's coming into the National League for the first time. And he's, he's making his debut. And he's got, he's got a slider, which always works well at altitude. There you go. So, you know what? Why not? That's your outside the box. And then when he goes <laughs> six innings, giving up one run in the Padres win, there, there you go. That all look, all look good. Field. If he goes, if he goes yep. five innings, he gives up Bloopers one run. Bloopers already marking a W in the box <laughs> for tomorrow. So we'll see how that one plays out. Hey, wins, winning boring is better than losing creatively. No, that's, it's not. Yes. That's mine. It's so much more fun to lose creatively. Wins, nope. baby. All wow. about those Ws. <laughs> At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail. The cut, the lines, the hot towel finish so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. We're back to wrap things up on this Saturday edition of Padre Social Hour. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Tomorrow, a Sunday morning edition, 11.30 a.m. It'll be Bill Center. He'll be up for like seven oh. hours at that oh point. Oh, yeah, he'll be chirping. <laughs> and, uh, and Ben Higgins. So join us then. It'll be the uh, the road trip finale, a three-game road trip. That was a, a oh, quick one. Oh, and he gets to pick Padres. first. It'll be interesting. Uh, no, Ben picks it. tomorrow. So Bill's in oh, your seat, so he doesn't oh, get a pick. Uh, hey, uh, MLB draft still going on, concluding today. Uh, got a tweet in here from Kyle. Uh, Glazer Glasser, I'm not sure. He writes for Baseball America. So, Kyle, if you're watching, uh, let us know how to pronounce your name. Uh, the Mariners just drafted Trey Griffey, Ken Griffey's son, in the 24th round. He's a wide receiver for the Arizona football team. Doesn't play baseball. Never played baseball. Yeah. It's kind of one of those, I guess, favorite picks. Are you, do you guys not like as bad those? As Johnny Manziel. That's a sentimental, yeah. Still not as bad as Johnny Manziel. No. Hey, you know why these not always? Why I'm always worth taking a chance on these? Mike Piazza. That was a favor, right? For but the he Dodgers. played baseball. Yeah, but still. There's a big difference. Still, and big it worked difference. out pretty well for them. Uh, thank just, you to Hudson draft Sanchez. Why not? <laughs> thank you to Hudson Sanchez, Padres' actual draft pick. And tomorrow we'll have Eric Lauer, so don't miss it. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Randy. Thanks, RJ. And dogs all pooped. And thank you. This is Padres Social Hour.